for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. It's Tuesday. It's July 14th. I'm John Smizer, and it's good to be with you again as we consider living life. And we're doing this together. We're seeing God's work in our hands, in, in, in the things we're doing, how we're accomplishing the tasks we have. And then we're coming, and today we're called to praise God, to sing praises to His name. Now, I'm reminded of a passage in one of my favorite authors, and it's C.S. Lewis. It's in Surprised by Joy. It's his journey as a young child, almost, to a, a mature, fully committed follower of Jesus Christ. He talks about his particular thresholds in his life and where he went. And one of the greatest challenges was when he went to church. In his neighborhood, he went to a church, and it was off-putting in some ways because there was the grocer that he got his meat from and the squeaky shoes of the other guests, at the, uh, the members of the church. And then there was the man he would stand beside who could not carry a tune in a bucket, but it was in their heart in the grocer's heart, and in the squeaky shoe man's heart, and in the man who couldn't sing. It was from their heart they praised God in all of his goodness. And C.S. came to appreciate them, not in their great singing abilities, but in the way their hearts truly praise God through song. We'll see how God will guide us in our singing. Psalm chapter 147, verses 1 through 11. Praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God, how pleasant and fitting to praise Him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the numbers of the stars and calls them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. The Lord sustains the humble, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with grateful praise. Make music to our God on the harp. He covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain and makes grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. I'm probably the guy that C.S. Lewis talked about that couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. But boy, 
Does my heart resonate with that doxology that we just praise God? Our verse today opens up with verse 1, Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise Him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. Any authority, any kingdom, anyone in charge, God's placed there. And in ways we must truly just extol God for his goodness and how he has blessed us. And so it's that singing that we're to be doing. You see, sometimes we get discouraged and we think that it's all about us. But no, God's at work in this. God's the one who's planning it. Notice in verse 3, he says, He heals the brokenhearted. What a good thing. When I'm down, I know that God's going to be there to support me. I know that when I'm discouraged, God's going to lift me up. He's going to raise me up and make me to walk on high places like Habakkuk says. But then this verse goes on. It's an interesting part. He says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. When I think of that, at first glance, I would look at that as a gash in the arm as he put a bandage on it. No, no. These are things much deeper. Those things that are in our heart, our soul. When we say that sticks and stones... Uh, will break my bones, but words will never harm me. Oh, how false that is. Because it's the words, the inner things that go on in our lives that truly we struggle with. And here it is. God says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That is those emotional struggles, those issues that we deal with. God's there to build them up, to strengthen us, and help us get through those times. He goes on also in a wonderful way. Verse 4, he says, He determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. Oh, our great creator, he sees those milky ways. He sees those galaxies far off. He sees the black holes. He knows the novas and the exploding stars. He knows and he creates. He's still at work in shaping and molding this universe. But he's also at work in my life. He shapes and molds me in every way, every day. He's working on me. How magnificent is our God. How great is him. There's a uh, pastor. He was walking down the streets in uh, Jerusalem, in the inner city, the old city part. And his heart was just bursting with glory to God. And he wrote a song there, and I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Majesty. Majesty. Now, that pastor is over here near us. Uh, he has a church and went to his church one time. And in that church, he called it the living room. 
It's where the family gathers to praise and speak with one another. Jack Hafer truly touched my heart when I understood where that song came from and how he had just overflowed with the joy of knowing the Lord. Majesty. What is the song you sing? Praise God. Majesty. How great thou art. A mighty fortress. These songs declare the greatness of God and his goodness in our lives. I had spoken about C.S. Lewis and his struggle with the first glance of those people he was at church with and how they weren't perfect. They had their little foibles. They had their challenges. But when he understood their heart, when he saw how God had healed them and restored them and how they were worshiping him, worshiping God, at that point, C.S. Lewis truly appreciated the lives of these fellow members of his church. Do you sing a new song? Has God put that new song in your heart that you can glorify him? Remember whenever you gather, when you're with other believers, ask about the song they sing, where God has touched their lives. Today we sing a new song. The Psalms bring us into all sorts of uh, experiences in our lives. This section we're in has the, the ring of praising our Heavenly Father. Today I pray that you are able to sing a song in your heart, in the quiet place, when you think about God's goodness, when you set aside all the uh, chaos or challenges that go on in, in your world, in your workplace, in your family, may you just truly be able to focus on God and praise his name in worship. I ask you to pray with me now as we see God's work in the future in our lives. Heavenly Father, we come to you now as our creator as the one who is still at work and shaping our lives, as you are truly at work and refining us, making us more like Christ Jesus today. I pray, Lord, that we would not grow weary, but in our um, times of struggle, may we turn to you and find that you're there to help us. I pray, Lord, that you would truly lift up those who have a song to sing. May they encourage one another. May, may, like Jack Hafer, as he wrote those words, he encouraged my heart and many other hearts. Lord, may our songs truly encourage those around us. But Lord, most of all, my desire is that the song I sing bring honor and glory to you and a smile to your face when I say, thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Papa, for loving me.
single soul. Reaching further and stepping in closer. See you again.